All right, everybody, show of hands. Who understands what Death Stranding is after watching the Death Stranding announcement date reveal trailer? I am not raising my hand right now. My hands are down. All right, that's important. It's maybe the best trailer ever because it showed so much without showing anything at all because I still have no clue what that game is, and that's exactly how I want it. Yep. It's gonna, God, that game is going to be freaking something else. It's going to be something. Either it's going to be really good or it's just going to be, you know. Really weird? Yeah. Just, it's just a weird but game. But they could be really good if it's really weird, too. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? It is Chris. Uh, joined back-to-back weeks. We're on a roll. I got Will here. What up? We totally didn't have to start over recording because no. I called him Jem yeah. instead of Will. And that probably would still confuse people, even though we've explained multiple times why we would call him that. Yep. But yeah, that is uh, me. Ross is uh, on vacation in Harry Potter land, and uh, due to scheduling conflicts, uh, I, I was not available to work with Nat. I had to work an extra long shift today, so Nat was not available. He couldn't join us. He wanted to be here, though, and I'm sure he sends his best. So just the two of us today. And uh, Hold your you thumb know, real quick. Oh my god! Oh shit! Who the fuck's this dude? No. You thought you could talk about no. weird shit on the internet without me showing no. up? No. No. Why is this dude here? <laughs> What's up, TJ? Hi. <laughs> what up? TJ Hi. is back for the first time in like over a year. Yeah, 2019. He's here first time in 2019. For 101. He it's he wasn't here in 2018. It's like his first time since 2017. He hasn't been here wow. in like two years. Crazy, I, I was man. busy last year, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. <laughs> I haven't been in that You year. were doing stuff out there, you know? TJ, what's up? Oh, no. Welcome much. back. Thank you. Uh, Good to have you. You know, I, I shaved my TJ, hair off. TJ, what do you. I got a tattoo. <laughs> Great. Congratulations. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm here. What do you my... think Death Stranding is? Uh, Death Stranding is very simple it's about life and death. And uh, babies control the world, and uh, the devil is sending people from mud to get rid of babies. It's uh, it's about abortion, and uh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a thriller. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a hit in uh, those states that, you know... Yeah, maybe not so much in, like, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, no, not so much in I, Alabama. I mean, Arthur isn't that big in Alabama right now, either. True. <laughs> that is true. Oh my god. What's up, guys? How's everybody doing today? How was everybody's day? It's Let's all right. That way. I mean, it's a lot of rain. It was a lot of rain the afternoon, so... It was. See, you know what sucked is I agreed because we... um. So at work, we had a big Memorial Day thing. Everyone mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of people were off today. And then somebody who was supposed to close uh, switched shifts with somebody who was supposed to open... And then that person who was supposed to open just didn't come in for whatever reason. So they were short-staffed. And I was like, oh, I'll stay. And then it started pouring. And I was like, great, I wasted my time. And then at like 8.15, my boss just comes by. He's like, you can go, man. Thank you. And I was like, yes. Yes, freedom. Don't tell me twice. Yes. I'm out. Can't take this back. I'll walk out this door. Can't call me back. And if if they don't say anything, I'm keeping the two hours overtime. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally did it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm keeping it. It's yeah. mine, unless they or they could send me home early on Friday. That works too. Yeah. I'll take it. 
It's my last weekend I won't have to work. Uh, also, just a heads up, uh, for anybody who does listen to the podcast, uh, the scheduling is changing. Let me get this out of the way up front. The podcast will still go live on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. However, it will be going live later. The day, as of right now, it's still going to be Thursdays. I haven't decided if I'm going to change the day. My new days off are going to be Thursday and Friday, so those are going to be my big days to like work on site stuff. So because of the hours I'll be working, I won't be able to record the podcast on a Wednesday. I lucked out tonight that I was able to do it as late as I did, but uh, this is not going to be reliable. Uh, if I do it this late every time, we will not have Ross, we will not have Nat, and uh, I can't guarantee we will have Will or TJ either. It's just so, going to be a, a podcast like, while you're driving home. Who's Will or yeah, TJ? Yeah, I'm just going What? Will or TJ? Everybody, TJ, clap it up. Yeah. Give it TJ. It TJ, I also heard you have lotion on you. I did this I to myself. I uh, did this to myself. I'm using Lubriderm uh, Daily Moisture. Lubriderm. 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 Puts the lotion on the skin. Mm. Nice. I'm trying to decide because I totally signed up to be a humble partner yesterday. Oh, so right, I have the yeah. link in my stream and they're like, you can use it on podcasts and stuff. And I'm like, yo, can I say the podcast is sponsored by humble, but I got to talk to Ross first. I think you just probably, announced it. So uh, clap it up for the, the stream. Yeah, clap it up. By yeah, yeah, I probably Ooh. shouldn't have said that on the podcast. No, no, nothing, nothing, nothing yet. Uh, I don't actually, know. Like, that's the thing is like, I don't have like an easy link to use either. I was thinking about it. And I was like, it's a stupid link. Like, it's just, what am I going to tell people? Like, they have to type like, hold on. What is even my link? Hold on. Um, It is humblebundle.com slash Question mark partner equals nightmare CV at charity equals one two two seven seven. Just rolls that's off the tongue. Yeah, that's a very easy. If we had like a code or something, it'd be great. But that's the thing is like I can't put that on the podcast. No. I could put that on the site. I got to talk to Ross because yeah, maybe we can make some money. Put that like in a link somewhere. <laughs> like hey, throw that in there. Hey, by the way, guys, check this well, out, I, y'all. Th- this this uh, podcast actually partnered with uh, Belvita Sandwiches. They're delicious little snack <gasps> whole wheat sandwiches that give you four hour of nutritional energy. Mm, nice. Will, what what are what are you gonna have us be sponsored by today? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like Powerade. Country drinking Powerade right I'm now. I'm drinking Powerade right now. Yeah, it's sponsored by Powerade, I guess. Powerade. Yeah. I always like deep. Why brand, my mouth but... is red? I'm looking at my camera, my webcam right now, and I can see how red my mouth is. Nice. <laughs> it, I could, I could tell by the redness of your mouth. You're thirsty for more Powerade. It's true. I just had more. It's never anything cycle Powerade. It's uh, it's the advanced electrolyte system. Ooh. Helps replenish four, not three, not five, but four electrolytes yeah. lost in sweat. Potassium. Sodium, calcium, and I bet you always forget about magnesium. It's nice. And it's got vitamins B3, B6, and B12. Be gone, other drinks. It's Powerade. It's here to stay. Ross is going to hate this. I want him to listen to this episode so bad. He's going to hate this. All right, guys. One, he's going to hate that TJ is here. Two, he's going to hate the sellout. That's not even real. (laughs) 
No, man, we're just gonna, we're just gonna be, like, be like the giant bomb when there was arrow pointing that. Just like, you know, just just taste drinks. See how it tastes. Wait, are we not sponsored by Belvita breakfast? Or Belvita? Oh, breakfast Belvita sandwiches? Well, Let's... that's up to you to negotiate. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, are that's you eating one right now? Like, oh. have you negotiated it? With have Belvita? you gotten terms? Because I'm not doing this for free. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll I've been mail working, you I've been trying to get Snapple for years. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll just find some stuff from China and mail it to you, and that'll be the sponsor. Yeah, who wants 250 rosebuds? <laughs> I gotta get it before it gets or a, a bird's tariff. nest. They keep asking me about the bird's nest. I need to leave more feedback on that. <laughs> it's a bird's nest. Wait, wait, an actual bird's know. nest? He sent me a bird's nest, but it's more like a coaster. Um... So I don't know. I don't know if they understand what a bird's nest is. I think they just put a bunch of like fake twigs together and said, "Oh, it's so beautiful. Send Are, it to America." Is is the birds? Oh, there's a full Thank pack you, of Estonia. them. Estonia. Uh, is the bird's nest meeting your needs? No, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> how could, how Wait, would you? I know? found it. I found. God damn it! I found this, this it. This is a product review of the how, bird's nest. How would you improve the bird's nest? Or what would you change about it? Well, you give this yeah. out of seven. I wouldn't have it. Here, Will, you're, you're on the, the stream. All I'm right. live. Yes. I'm going to hold it up so you can see it. We're live right now. We're, We're live. We're live. on Twitch right now. I did this yes. one live because I was like, I said I would stream tonight. Yes, so so when, when, whenever you're listening to this, it, it, it will be live and you will see the exact moment. I just got a sub on Twitch. Hello, Jordan Cook. This podcast is now sponsored so by, by Jordan, Jordan Cook, Cook 108. <laughs> Dropping the 10-month resub. Let's Ross is going to hate this podcast, and I love it. No, it's going to be amazing, man. It's going to be our best Jordan podcast resub, ever. Dude. Yeah. This is, this is like, this is the pot. This is what happens when podcasts are recorded after 10 p.m. Yeah. This is this what, what happens. happens. All right, you ready for the bird's nest? Here you go. I mean, it, it's, it's also a pretty slow news week, so. Yeah, this is the bird's nest from TJ. That's you really can see, small. like, the black little, like, twine yeah. holding it all together. Yeah. Look at that zoom. That's mm. not supposed to be flat. It's supposed to be curved. Yeah, you don't say. That's what a nest is supposed to be. I got a coaster. Let me put it under my drink. Except I don't want whatever is on this. It's from Estonia. I don't know anything that comes from Estonia. Let's put this. I'm nest. sure it's a lovely place, but like I don't know. I've never been. It's not real. Great. I now I get to crumple real. the bag live on the podcast. Yeah. Now, now I have to make my life. Just, out. just, just, <laughs> just crumble it next to the mic. Try the mic pick it up. You know. But yeah. Ooh, AMSR. Yeah, ASMR stream now. Here we you go. Know my, do you want to know what my favorite AMSR is? What is You're that? You're not saying it right. My asthma. AMSR. <laughs> my, my favorite asthma is if you go on YouTube and search Yoda eating a hamburger while his parents fight downstairs. Oh my it's, god. It's probably the best. Just gonna so keep just, selling out. Just keep so, selling out and out of YouTube now. Oh my god. No, he, he just, it's just he's eating a hamburger. He's just like... And then you hear people arguing in the distance. Nice, nice. This is this is quality content for a podcast yeah. right now. Welcome to episode one hundred and one. All right, so let's go to the topic. Half Gen Podcast. The late title card. Yeah. In. Listen, you have you have okay, some. Okay, so hold drivel. on, so hold on. We we can't we can't just leave Death Stranding where it is. Hold on. We oh, we're talking about Death trailer. Stranding. We yes. watched that trailer. It started off with like, yeah, that's where it started off. It's like we don't know how to describe that thing. Uh, I ex- I explained it. It's uh, babies are controlling the world. 
Dude, and you see? dead people are made of mud. Jordan, Jordan felt bad. He's just like, get my the bad. I guess I'm that. part of the podcast now. Jordan is the uh, Jordan is also joining us today. Yes, uh, we're, we're gonna from the Twitch chat. So yeah. Jordan, you you can contribute, man. You're a part of this just podcast gonna, today. Phone a friend. Uh, he is contributing. Uh, he is our remote uh, correspondent contributing via Twitch chat. And um, we're actually taking live live phone calls now. So we're gonna call. I'm Jordan literally at just some gonna point. title this podcast. Don't tell Ross. <laughs> That's the title of this podcast. Is don't tell Ross. No, he's gonna and enjoy I want it. him to see that because I think he follows the podcast. It's gonna pop up in his feed, and he's gonna be like, he's just gonna sit there in in freaking Harry Potter land. Yeah, like, I was gonna say, what like, did you know, it's gonna be a he's gonna be like, what did Chris do? He, the, he's gonna <laughs> listen to it. He'll be like, oh, Chris, Chris had a nice little discussion, and then he's gonna hear my voice, and he'll be like, son <laughs> of a bitch. Yeah. He's gonna hear you come in, and he's just gonna be like, "We have to go. <laughs> we have to go it's home. Like Something's terribly chief. wrong." This is the same chief. <laughs> My baby boy. <laughs> My yes. baby boy. That so, would be a very close second for the yes. title of the podcast. That, that's actually what that stranding is all about. My it's baby just, boy. Yep, baby boy. <laughs> oh my I mean, god! There are a lot of babies um, in there, so. So yo, I, so it I, starts off. He's like building ladders and like like repel ropes and stuff and it's, it's like boy it's this is like, a weird game it's like and it's then, like a survival game and then he's getting chased by dudes with like electric rods and stuff and it's like boy this is a weird game yeah. and then there's like you know the aliens and stuff and it's like is it weird that the weird alien things are the least concerning say, part of yeah, this trailer? Like, they're not aliens aren't really like that that's weird. the they're one just... thing that like kind of makes sense. Like, right, and then all of a sudden it's guns, guns, guns. Battlefield One, guns, guns, guns. Yep. Well, what about also plugging into a baby? Matt Mickelson, babies, plug into babies, rebuilding America. We're making America great again. Exactly. Those references. Ivanka Trump is president. I don't know. Some old lady in the Oval Office in like her, on her deathbed, like, Sam, you have to rebuild America. And it's like, but why? <laughs> and then he says, but why? <laughs> but why, though? Okay, but why, though? So I'm just excited for the collector's edition where you get a baby in a vial that you can plug into. <laughs> yeah, the and then like the babies, they connect you to the other side. And it's just that game. I can't wait. November 8th. It's like, what is November this? November 8th, dude. He started making game? that game in like 2016. Like that's yeah. a record time for Kojima. It's yeah. going to plug into your PSVR. So it feels like you have the weight of an actual baby on you. It's going to be an accessory. down and it's always the baby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, not going to lie. If that game had PSVR support, that would be an incredible experience. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. I would dust off my VR to play that. Yeah. It's like, like, what is this? Oh, it gets to like look inside, inside the human body with VR, and it's like this is, this is just weird. I, I honestly do you think, do you think the baby is an orange Powerade? Maybe. I mean, they have to he, put product placement somewhere, right? So. Exactly. I mean, he's marinating an orange Powerade. Mm. Mm. I don't like that we both just made an mm yeah. sound. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> We thought we knew each other. Yeah. Now, again, just like Death Stranding, we have nothing but questions. What is happening? What is happening in life right now? Yo, but that trailer, like, I watched that at work. I was on my break, and I'm just sitting there in the break room, and there's, like, other people around me, and anybody who looked up to see me would just see me, like, with my hand on my head, like, in, like, a stressed out, almost, like, facepalm. Like, what is happening? Like, my life was falling apart in front of my eyes. Because I'm just like, what is going on? Mm Mm-hmm. I go out, I talk to one of the guys, he plays games, and I'm just like, I watched the Death Stranding trailer. He's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, it comes out November 8th. He's like, wow, that's really soon. And I was like, I watched an eight and a half minute trailer and have no idea what happened. He's like, what? 
Yeah. And I'm like, I watched an eight and a half minute trailer and I have more questions now than ever. And he was like, what the hell? Yeah. I was like, you have to watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just have like the Jackie Chan, like what mean face. Cause that's how you're going to feel watching that trailer. Yeah. But then, then it goes from that to Chris Tucker being like, damn. damn. <laughs> yep. So how would you guys feel about the graphics in the game? Like it's not obviously important. It just looks a there's, little bit like weird. There's definitely some I mean, jank. It definitely looks. It looks a little there's, weird. I think it's yeah. like a kind of like a misty game. I mean, it's running in the Decima engine. That's just, that's the Gorilla proprietary one. They built that for Horizon Zero Dawn, and that game looks spectacular. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. It will definitely listen. You watched that TJ double compressed because you watched it via YouTube and then on my stream. Very true. So that yeah. was double compressed on a 4K TV on my TV. That game's going to look good. We're going we to sell out your TV you now, can. too? What, what brands your TV, Chris? This podcast is brought to you by Samsung Curved 4K. Oh, nice. Also, Samsung Curved uh, Gaming Monitors. I was going to say, you got your monitor, too, and also your yeah. phone. <laughs> also by Galaxy Note series. Uh, keyboards brought to you by Corsair. Uh, mm-hmm. Mice and speakers brought to you by, and webcams, brought to you by Logitech. Uh, sound bar. Brought to you by Sonos and headphones by Sony. Nice. And uh, am I missing Sa- anything? Sandwich is brought to you by Belvita. I mean, Damn. what about your microphone? Peanut yeah. butter brought to you by Skippy. Yeah. I actually held one up to the camera. Oh my God. I, have, I have a jar of peanut butter for some reason. Don't worry there. about it. Nice. And the Nintendo GameCube. Wait, you actually have a GameCube the- like still plugged in? Yeah. Wow. Here, I'll show you. Hold on. It's right. right here. Right behind the peanut butter. <laughs> what? Of course. It's my GameCube. What do, you have to, what do you have those two things next to each other? <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of happened. Yeah, yeah, I think your life is death stranding right now. Oh, shit. It's like, <laughs> I need a baby. Yeah, it's like, what is oh, happening God. right now? <laughs> Troy Baker's going to walk in with this character. You're like, what? I'm gonna, oh, God, I'm dead. Yeah. You notice how, like, Troy Baker in voice acting, like, for a while he was just doing Troy Baker, yeah. and then, like, he kind of did Joel, and, you know, you kind of saw him taking roles like the Joker, where he j- wasn't Troy Baker anymore. Yeah. You know, he didn't just sound... And now, the, like, the Death Stranding thing, he just sounds like Troy Baker again. He's literally Troy Baker in that game. Yep. They mo-capped his face and everything. He is literally himself in that game. Which is, like, really and weird it's to like, see. I think Troy yeah. Baker is an immensely talented voice actor. I think Troy Baker needs to stop playing Troy Baker in every role. Yeah. Like, for a while, I think he was typecast just, you know, for the Troy Baker-type personality. But now it's like, dude, like, come on, just... You're Joel. So Joel when Joel and sometimes the Joker. When do you feel like that other people are going to start playing him? Like, other voice actors are going to start no playing him yeah. as characters? Okay, who, who's playing Nolan North? Troy Baker? No. 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 Man, Nolan North is a treasure. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a YouTube channel where they, like, play games together. What? Like, Nolan Critical North? Role, uh, I think it is, or something. Is it Critical Role? Or is that the D&D thing that uh, Matthew Mercer does? I don't uh, think it's Critical yeah. Role. Don't quote me on that. But they have a thing, because they had a thing on, like, Watch Mojo where they, like, looked at their own top ten lists, and they were both like, these lists suck. <laughs> 
Like, Troy Baker especially, like, looked at his list, and he's like, are you kidding me? And then he looked at Nolan North's list and is like, are you kidding me? <laughs> is, is this a joke? He was pissed too? at both of them. It's all a joke. Yeah, it's a, he's like looking at him watch Mojo. He's like, am I a joke to you? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Man, but, um, yo, has anybody uh, anybody played anything this week? Besides what I've always played, not really. So. All right, so Final Fantasy XIV. Yes, still. Yep. TJ, have you played video games this week? Yeah, I played uh, Saints Row 4 for a little Did bit. Did you really? Yeah, uh, I was playing Nolan Norland North. No, no, that's the only way to play. Troy Baker, by the way, very upset about that. Really? Yeah, he does not like that because he was the guy in Saints Row the Third. And during that video I was watching, it's, it's an older video at this point. But um, he was like, you know, I hate that they just made a character for you because he's like, I'm just voice number one and you're Nolan North. And he's like, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and like he like Nolan North is like, oh, I had to read the female characters lines. And he's like, no, you've got your own lines. And he's like, no, I don't. And I'm thinking back to playing Saints Row 4. And like at one point he refers to himself as Nolan. <laughs> like like the president, you know, he's like talking about something. He's like, what, me, Nolan? <laughs> <laughs> and like he knows he's Nolan North in the game. <laughs> And so I think he did it just to spite Troy Baker, which is kind of hilarious. Oh, my God. And then, like, I was reminded that he was David in The Last of Us. I don't know if either of you played through The Last of Us. Still haven't been it. He's, like, some crazy cannibal guy that, like, he kind of got cast at the last second. They were like, hey, we have a role for you, and we're doing mocap. And then, like, they threw him in as, like, one of the big bad guys who tries to, like, rape slash murder slash eat Ellie. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And like when I found out it was him, I was like, "What? I can't believe Nathan Drake could do such a thing." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Nolan North, Troy Baker, they have chemistry, man. They do. Yeah. They definitely do. Like chocolate and, or like peanut butter and GameCube. Or chocolate and an oat cracker. Or power and aid. Yeah, aids. Nope. Nope. What? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, TJ can't be trusted. Yeah. So uh, Saints Uh, Row 4, yeah. So (laughs) Saints Row 4, how'd you like it? Uh, The graphics look worse than I remember. Uh, That sounds right. That sounds right. It does not age well, yeah. Remember, that was PS3 360 still. Was it? Yeah. When that came out. Yep. That was like 2012, dude. Yeah. Or like like early 2013. Hold on, I can find out for you right now. That was when I first... The only thing is that I, like, I played it when I built this PC in 2013. So. All right, Saints Row 4. Here we go. August 20th, 2013. So that yep. was like three months before new consoles. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, I should have suspected it. Congratulations, you played yourself. Anything that's on the Switch is terrible graphics. Oh, that game's on the wait, Switch? Wait, no, wait, no. You're playing Saints Row 3. No, oh, 3 is on the Switch. No, I was playing 4, though. Okay. And I got to the... Uh, Guys, this podcast is also brought to us by Halo Knight 5555, my friend John, who's now been resubbed for 17 months. You? Hell yeah. John, welcome to the Half Gen Podcast. You are now a guest on the Half Gen Podcast this week. This is what happens when Ross isn't here, guys. You tell Ross, if you don't like this, you tell Ross, Ross, Chris can't be trusted. You need to be on the podcast. Not in Harry Potter world. I'm kidding. Or if you do like it, tell Ross, like, we like this, and we want Crazy and Destiny. They come together. You get both. It's a package deal. 
We, nah, man. We, we just need Ross to like, you know, do a podcast while he's being a wizard. You know. There you go. Just casting his Patronum in the back. Wingardium Naviosa. Exactly. <laughs> just him going through class and just having a podcast. Oh my god. And, and you just hear his, his wife just yelling at him like, you're doing a bad job right now. It, it could be better. an asthma stream. No, stop it. <laughs> but like, yes. sitting, sitting in Harry Potter world while my wife tells me I need to go. <laughs> and I just want to play with the stuff. My wife keeps telling me go! <laughs> Sounds legit. Yeah, so oh, what else Jesus. did you play, TJ? So yeah, Saints Row 4. I uh, I remember playing that and liking it at first, and then immediately not liking it anymore. Yeah. I, I it enjoyed, just kind of happened. I enjoyed 3 a lot more. Yes. Um, 4 was like good one time around, Yeah, but I didn't have as much fun as I did with 3. Oh. But, I yeah, mean, three, 3 was like... That crazy, like, whoa, like, they've never done anything like this before. This is like GTA, but, like, extreme and crazy, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. in a way in a way that Saints Row was an extreme GTA, probably, yeah. still. But, like, it went crazy over the top with it. With, like, the humor and the characters. And I think that was a smart move for them just, at the time. Yeah. Though a lot of Saints Row 2 purists don't agree. And then I no. think they just took it too crazy. Yeah. Like... You never, you don't go full crazy because then you just start making weird shit. You're like only Hideo Kojima can go full crazy. He's well, the know, only so... man who's looked at. Hideo Kojima is the kind of guy who looks into the abyss and the abyss blinks because it's like I don't get what's going through that guy's head. There's also a baby. <laughs> There's also babies. And then the abyss is now a baby. Yes, just babies everywhere. Showered in Powerade. Yep. I mean the the barrel. Big downfall for four the though. Bureau. Is the the bearer. The bearer. Uh, <laughs> um, it it just feels like number three with all the DLC added in yeah. and a storyline from the Matrix. That's funny. You should say that. A late. lot of people forget that uh, Saints Row Four is actually was a DLC for Saints Row the Third. It was originally yeah. going to be DLC, and then they were like, "We can make a whole game out of this." And then people were like, "Are you sure you have to though?" Like, and they were sure like, about that? shut up. If, you know, if, if only, like, that game, if there was a new Saints Row and just had Saints Row online, so we could see, like, what the RP would be. There was a be. new Saints Row. It was that... Oh, right, that one. Yes, that's, what the hell was that? That's Agents that's of Mayhem. Mayhem. No. Yeah, I tried to that. that took place in the again. Saints Row universe, that wasn't a mistake. No, yeah, it's... We don't, we don't talk about Volition. that game. Yeah. You could have made a Red Faction game. Well, could they? Hold on, could hold they on. though? Like, you could have be, made a yeah. good red faction game. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Like man. Gorilla, which is a good game. It is good starring game. Troy yeah. Baker. Coincidence? I think not. Wow. All comes around. So what else Boom. did you play? Full TV? circle, people. Full circle. Um, that's all I really played. Um, I was looking. I'm trying to decide what I'm getting myself for my birthday. Um, when's your birthday again? It's June twenty seventh. Oh, okay, it's coming it's up. A month. Yeah, Less I'm gonna month, yeah. I'm gonna have surgery the week before, so I'm not gonna. TJ, really I, I, I have I have a hug waiting for you. You just have to fly out and get it. Okay, <laughs> that's your present. I'll hold you to that. Good. No. No. <laughs> I was gonna say like you're gonna. Hold I liked them, it. Like... I liked it before. I liked it better <laughs> yeah, before. So you're just gonna hold them. <laughs> uh, I bid. I did buy a Tabletop Simulator, which I'm excited to play. Did you buy mm. it for me though? I, I did buy it for you. I bought it for me for you. 
but I but I need. I it. did this for you. Okay. <laughs> I need to buy that. But Journey comes out there. Oh my God! Journey comes to PC on Thursday. Not this Thursday. The day of the podcast. I mean, a week from Thursday. I'm putting this up tomorrow, so it will be Thursday. A week from the day this goes up, Journey will be Thursday. released. And Not to be gonna... confused with Thursday. Well, no, because we're recording this in advance. Maybe this is Thursday. You'll never know. Yeah, this, if, yes, this could will. be Friday. If you're listening yes, to this on Thursday, it might be the Thursday that the game's releasing. It yeah, could be that Thursday. Might, yeah, you might listen to it a week later. It's true, and, it and if you're out. a week behind, get caught up. And yeah. keep up to date on the Half Gen Podcast. Now 101 episodes deep. Yeah, you might you might hear it playing in the background right All now. that deep. Deep. Yeah. yeah. TJ works on the biggest planes in the world. Yes. I hate all of those. you. Goes to LaGuardia every day. <laughs> I hate LaGuardia. It's a terrible <laughs> airport. It's the biggest plane yeah, it is, in the it world. Is, it's awful. <laughs> the the most grounded planes in the world right exactly. now. Exactly. He's, 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 he's working on the Boeing. <laughs> you got me there. Max. It's all his fault, oh, actually. God. All right. Uh, so I'm, I'm oh. trying to decide. So I want to build new PC, but I'm also oh. considering the Vive. Ooh. The or the the index. Build the PC first, get the index. Yeah. yeah. Wait until they see. Wait and see if they make better games for the index. That's yeah. true. But uh, yeah, with Computex coming out and AMD and Intel uh, is this, talking is this about segue this contest. Is, is this a segue uh, right now? Uh, Intel really didn't. Yeah, are we segueing? Like, are we, we, we segue? Go for it. Uh, well, yeah. I, I'll talk about my game after. <laughs> Or do you want me to just talk about no, it? Now? It's, 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 just it's, talk about your game first. I'm gonna power through. Okay, I played a little bit of Destiny too. Uh, uh-huh. We'll talk more about that later. About the new stuff coming to that. All right, that looks yes, exciting. new season next um, week. Uh, Days Gone. Yeah, how, where are you in that game now? Days Gone is really good. Oh really? I am all the way on board. Days Gone is a very good game. Days Gone. Is like they made this game for the people who can kind of get through the first like three hours where the game kind of struggles to figure out what it wants to be. Oof. Like the game starts with puberty, okay, and you don't know what the hell's gonna happen next, but you just know you have to get through it, and then everything will figure itself out. And then you hit puberty, and suddenly you're like the, you know, you're the popular kid now, and it's like, whoa! Ever since I finished with puberty, I'm really cool now. That's days gone. Oh, I thought you were talking about high school for a moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kind of, I guess. I don't. <laughs> They're actually the same thing. High school is just days gone. Yeah, let's just yeah. Th- yes. No, high school for me and TJ was playing cards in Mr. Kaplan's class until he catches us, says, "Guys, put it away." Walks away, proceeds to never come back, and we continue to play cards. Yeah, I was gonna say, just keep playing cards. So I remember and that. Then, and then that time, someone threw like a chocolate loaf of bread across <laughs> yeah, the room. I brought the class hey. a loaf of chocolate bread, which was really terrible, and everyone <laughs> decided to play mistake. football. <laughs> And then the same guy went to class every day and just played Flight Simulator every day. Uh, Flight Simulator, like, 98 every day on this shitty freaking bow tie controller. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he just sat there every day doing Flight Simulator. And he's just like, class? yo, you want to see my route? It's really cool. And it's just like, no, we're going to go play cards. Talk about Dude. Call of Duty 4 because that was the new game. Call of Duty 4 is pretty good. Yeah. 
I remember he took the chocolate loaf of bread from us and he locked it up because I think we, we took it out of his desk after he left again. Yeah, and, yeah, you did. You definitely and, uh, did. He locked it up and then he couldn't get the drawer open ever again. Nice. So, that bre- so you're saying that bread st- it, is it still in there. It could still be there. Oof. That like, sounds like a field trip, boys. We're going to find out. Papa, my lungs don't feel so good when I go to Mr. Captain's yeah. class. He's not there anymore. You drove him insane. Aww. Exactly he that can't bread. Be there anymore. That bread drove him insane. He can't. <laughs> like everything, he looks around. He's just afraid TJ will be around the corner. Like, oh, they told God. him clean out your desk and leave, and he's like, "There's a problem with that." Yeah. <laughs> Clear out your desk, and he's like, "You know what? You can keep it. <laughs> leave <laughs> nothing but guy. bad memories and bread <laughs> in there. Just keep that bread, man. Get all that like, bread. bread. What? Yeah, get that W right. What? Freaking TJ. This teacher just like. God, every time he saw TJ, he was just like, what did you break? (laughs) And then TJ'd walk up and be like, Mr. Kaplan, I'm offended. I haven't broken anything yet today, but that's why I'm here. (laughs) He's He's like, I'm here to change that. (laughs) I haven't done anything yet. I remember... uh... It's always TJ. He hasn't done it yet. My, my, like, me and my brother were, like, joking about, like, just staring at Mr. Kaplan and, like, not doing anything. But like, uh, my mom heard this and decided to call the school and tell tell him they're plotting against you. <laughs> and uh, he, he the entire day he's just like staring at us till the end of the day. And he's like, "All right, your mother called me this morning and told and told me you guys are plotting against me." And in my entire existence, have never been as scared as I was. I was gonna was say like today. that's that, that's terrifying to hear like, so, like one of your students' mom. Going, like the, I never wished so much to be back in high school than for that day because <laughs> I was already graduated. Uh. And it's just like years later when TJ and I were actually like good friends, he told me this story, and it still just tickles me. It's just God, it's so good. Just, just, Every time I see Kaplan computers, I drive by and I'm just like, that poor man. <laughs> it's not even the same. It's not even related to him. There's like this computer store called Kaplan Computers and it just mm-hmm. makes me think of that teacher. And then I think of like what TJ did to him and I'm like, he's looking at an insane asylum now. And he's just like, they're plotting against me. <laughs> not, he's still there. Is he? Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you know? Uh, Facebook. You want to go visit him? Oh. <laughs> I, I'm. It's a little bit more difficult for me. No, but next time you're here. Yeah. If school's in session. We gotta go visit him. Just walk oh, in there. I'll have to record it. It'll be like Mr. Kaplan, and he'll just be like, "Shit!" It's like shit. <laughs> Call <here>. the police. <laughs> I'll be like, I work on jet engines, and he'll be like, "Oh God." <laughs> he'll oh, be like, goodness. "On what planes? It's I like, want to stay it... off of them." <laughs> And then they reply, but you're lucky because they're all grounded right now. Yeah. You'll be like, I'm in the Air Force. And he'll be like, God help us. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Days Gone is at least as entertaining as that conversation. I really like Days Gone. I like the bike. uh, The the development of Deacon as a character is really good. Uh, They keep introducing new and interesting people. There's just a lot going on. Like that game is like 
I was, I was talking to somebody else who's playing it, and it's like that game, when I play it for like two hours, it feels like I've been playing it for like four or five hours, and that's not in a bad way. It's just I get so much done that like I feel like I'm accomplishing a lot in a short amount of time because like I'm constantly doing something, and somebody's on the radio, Deacon St. John, I got a mission for you, or hey, Deke, you mind coming by the camp? And it's just like, okay, so I'm constantly just running around doing all these things. There's never a dull moment in that game. And then, like, there's those random moments where I'm walking around, and it's just like, oh, shit, that's a horde. I had a horde spawn on me the other day. I'm walking around, and then they're just like, bleh! <laughs> I fucking ran to my motorcycle so fast. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, nope, I'm out. Oh, man, that game is really this. good. That might be the best game I've played so far this year. And, like, that might not sound like much, but it means more... Then think uh, the spirit of the words, not the not the literal sentence. It's like it's probably the best game I played all year. Game of the year in a, in a good way, and dude, it's up there, there right now. Which says a yeah. lot about this year, but it also says a lot about Days like, Gone. I was gonna say like it's it says it says a year. lot about both of those things. Yeah, also, I haven't played Metro Exodus yet, and if oh, Ross okay. will let me, I'll just give it to Journey again. I don't care. Journey could be game of the year any year it comes out. It's going to be 2077. They, if they can keep releasing, if they put it on Switch next year, game of the year. I don't care. It's Journey. Find me a better game. You heard it here. Journey That's is incredible. Coming exclusively to the Switch. No, Journey. Yep. What else have you played, Chris? Besides um, those games. Okay, don't tell Ross. He won't Candy believe crush. you. He won't mm-hmm. believe you. I played my Switch. What? Yes. Haters will say it's fake. <laughs> my switch is charging because i used it i got I, I took out my switch because i was like i own you i should play you more so the other day before work i had a couple hours and i pulled it out or like after work i had a couple hours i wasn't streaming and it was before and after and like i'm looking through the store i ended up buying a game i have it on pc but they had the complete version of it on switch it was project nimbus i don't know if you guys oh. heard of that it's like a mech kind of little fly around yeah. in a mech type game um mm-hmm. I saw it before. I don't know if I should feel bad because, like, you know how, like, usually, like, it's like, hey, you're going to review a game. You play it on, like, the default difficulty, right? Yeah. You know, it's the default difficulty was casual. And I was like, okay. And then, like, the first two missions, I felt invincible. And then the third mission, I started taking some damage. And I was like, okay, maybe it will scale. Um so I'm kind of playing... That's what it started on. Like, I loaded it up and I double-checked myself. Like, I left the menu and came back and it was like casual. I was like, okay, if you think this is the default difficulty. I remember, like, before we started Half Gen, like, I was listening to, like, the Giant Bomb cast and Jeff Gerstmann was talking about it because people were talking, like, you know, shouldn't you review a game on, like, the hardest difficulty? Uh, you know, you know, it is reviewing a game on normal really giving a full representation of the game you know shouldn't you play it on hard so you know exactly what the full experience is and he made a good argument of like difficulty is often artificial and like the game is tuned for normal difficulty like he hates that like a lot of them hate that like in halo they say heroic is like the way it's meant to be played and they're like if that's the way it's meant to be played that should be the normal difficulty yeah you know and i agree with that is like the, whatever the normal difficulty is, that is what the game is tuned for. And then, usually when you go easy or hard, you're not tuning AI, you're playing with numbers. Yep. You know? 
So with this, it's like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't really know what to do. And then I was like, that's the default thing. That's what it starts on. That's what we're going to do. And so here I am, you know, playing it on that. I'm having fun though. Um, it's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's voice acted. It's it's interesting. It's fun. It runs well on the Switch. I can't complain. Um, like I bought it in early access on PC, and like I just kind of forgot about it. And then I saw it on Switch, and I was like, I swear I've have heard of this game before. And then like I'm looking up a, like on YouTube or something, trying to like see like haven't I played this before? And then boom, there it is. And I'm like, I did play this game before. Loaded up the first mission. I was like, I remember all of this. <laughs> just going back in time. Um, yeah, I played it like a year ago, maybe, maybe a year and a half. But that's fun. I like it. I feel like it's good on the Switch. You know, it, it was never a, a hugely like graphically demanding game. Runs well, plays well. Can't complain. Lock on with the missiles. Let them go. Uh, and I also am trying to play more Wargroove. Because I bought that game. Oh, I have that uh, game. Yeah, you, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I bought that game, mm. and I was like, oh, man, I should totally play this. Like, I wanted it, and then I started playing it, and I was like, I don't like this game. I don't want yeah, this. And then, like, they did a bunch of changes to it, and I'm like, maybe it's a good time. And, like, I, I still, like, I'm not really crazy. Like, so much of that game is, like, you look yeah, at a game there's... like Advance Wars, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's obvious power differences you know like you don't want to fight an md tank with a regular tank you know but the difference is with my tank is i run it back to one of my buildings it sits on one of my buildings it repairs for three turns and goes back out right you know it's like and then it's got like eight or nine health and i'm good i send it back out we're great um in this game you have to bring your unit so like every fight if you are being attacked you just suffer devastating damage to your unit like, yeah. I have, like, these dog guys, and these spearmen come off and kill, like, they take eight health away of ten. Just right off the bat. One attack, not even a critical. If they crit, they one-shot it. Yeah. So it's like, I gotta run this dog back. I have to decide, okay, is it worth it to sacrifice this dog? Which, the for the record, the dogs don't die. They run away. The do- no dogs die. That's okay. good. I like that they do that. No, not, um, not on screen, at least. No, they run away. It's fine. Actually, yeah, one of the commanders screen. I played as is a dog. His name is Caesar, yeah. and like he barks yeah. and then runs behind these two people with crossbows, and they fire their crossbows, and he like starts rolling on the floor or like licking himself. It's really funny. It's super charming. Um, but yeah, there's you run your units back, and then like you capture these buildings, right? And you know how like buildings in Advance Wars they have the health for like capture, and it's like you have to do a certain amount to capture. Buildings yep. have health. And can be neutralized in this game. So you have to run your unit back. Pay money to repair them. Which you had to do in Advance Wars. But I feel like sometimes it's exorbitant how much it costs. And then it takes away the health of the building. So if you're doing it on the front lines. You could take your building health down to one to repair like a knight. And then all of a sudden the AI comes out and neutralizes it and takes it. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the mechanics that turned me and off. And then that it game. only it only has when you capture it, it only has as much health as half of what that unit had. So if your unit has five health, the building has two. It rounds down. Yeah. If they have ten, you get a max of five, and then it raises over time. And so like you're constantly in this struggle of you know I got to keep my unit. You you're playing so I feel like it just encourages like this hyper defensive style of yep. play where it's like I'm going to create a choke point. I'm going to let you throw a bunch of units at me until I find an opening, and then I'm going to run across with knights and kill you. It, it it honestly feels like 
playing Civ Six when it came out. Yeah, of, and, of just it's, being it's, really defensive. Exactly, yeah. and like maybe I'm wrong, but like yeah, yeah, may, like, may, may, yeah. I literally was on this map, and like it was this middle section. I captured the whole middle section, and I set up these like ballista or catapults or something. They had this incredible range, and I just had all of the enemy's units on the other side of this bridge. They had to cross into my line of fire, and I'm just one-shotting these guys with, like, ballista until, like, they started running thin, and then they left themselves open, and I just marched a bunch of dudes over and just won the, won the map, like, instantly. Yeah. It's like, once there's an opening, you just onslaught. Yep. Release the floodgates. So it's Released. like, oh. it, it, it starts off as just like this chess match of, like, nobody wants to give anything, and then you just kind of steamroll. Yeah. You just you hold, 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 go, and then so you, you win, the and then line. you win. Because the AI, yeah. the problem is, is the AI is aggressive enough to piss you off, but they're not smart enough to win. Yeah. Again, yeah. default difficulty. They're just not smart enough to win because it, it, it it's so like, I could have a good unit with low health. I could have a knight with like a unit that could kill it, clearly kill it, like a knight with four health, a unit with ten. Instead of attacking my knight and killing it, they'll attack my hero one tile below it with full health. Because one of the objectives is kill the hero. So the AI, yeah. instead of killing that knight, knowing that this dude's going to die regardless because they can't kill my hero, just throws it at the hero. And then the AI just keep like... The AI plays their hero so close to the chest that it's like... They just keep running it away, and they'll leave, like, their base open. So I just destroy their base every time. And then, like, every time you think you know what the AI is going to do, they do something dumber than what you think. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. So I don't feel like... I don't feel a lot of satisfaction when I clear it, because it's like, I feel like I... On one hand, it's like, I want to feel like I'm, like, manipulating the AI, and I want to feel like a genius, but at the other time, I'm just like, I don't know what this is doing. This is like watching the Death Stranding trailer. Mm-hmm. I have more questions mm-hmm. than answers. Yeah. But it's still a charming game, and it's like, I want to see it through. And yeah, like, it's, it's, it's doing yeah. some cool things. Like, there's some interesting, like, story stuff, and kind of... Yeah, I mean, it's playing that game. Granted, I've only played, like, two hours of that game when it came out, and I haven't touched it since, but... It just makes me wish that they will make a new Advance Wars game. Exactly. I'll tell you what, Advance Wars just had a great balance. And the AI, you could manipulate the AI, but the AI was smart. The AI knew it was being manipulated, but it's like the AI is not stupid. It's like, you're going to give me a tank with one health. I have a tank with three. I'm going to kill your tank. You're going to kill my tank. We break even, you know? No tanks. It's not going to be like, I'm going to attack this MD tank with full health with this tank with three because that's the stronger enemy. It's like, no, you don't do that. You kill the tank with one HP. Advance Wars got it. Yeah, by Fire Emblem gets it, you know? And it's like, I just want a new Advance Wars. Yeah. So bad. So bad. Advance Wars switch. It's time to switch it up. (laughs) If they don't announce Advance Wars at E3 this year... I'm gonna be so upset. Wars coming to the Switch. No, I thought there was no Fire Emblem. It's Fire Emblem. They haven't made Advance Wars since Days of. And I don't think Fire. I thought they were. I thought they were porting. Fire Emblem. The new one looks all that good. Hmm. All I know is that game is is it is just Harry Potter, but not Harry Potter so far. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's gonna be all that good. 
So I don't know, man. Soundtrack's gonna be great though. I just wanted Advance Wars game. So. God, I love Advance Wars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I played those. I played my Switch. Don't tell Ross. Um, but yeah, that's the extent. Okay, you guys, Computex, go. All right, TJ, go ahead. Uh, AMD's gonna destroy Intel, and Intel doesn't have any real big plans because they suck. The I end. like how Intel, like, AMD was just like, look, we trounced this processor and it was like a clearly inferior intel and then intel's like yeah well no it's not even close really because in our like you compared it to a 28 core and in like our 30 or 42 core or something like it's crazy and we crush you guys and then it's like three times the price yeah and it's like who what did you just prove and to who yeah it's like at a third of the you had to do a triple the price processor to compete with like the epic Rome, mm-hmm. and it's like, who's gonna look at that and be like, "Hmm, Intel's right. They did beat them." Yeah, man, that, that, that's worth seems like good money right there, man. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's let's, well, let's 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 spend all that money. AMD's chiplet design is brilliant because they could just stack as many of those on, and it doesn't really cost them new as much R and D and stuff like that to produce their chips they need for the seven seven, seven nanometer. Yeah. Like, AMD yeah. is actually, like, advancing CPU technology right now. Yeah. They when, are actually driving... When, they're They're driving yeah. costs in, in a way... Like, these are more expensive than people thought they would be. But still, dollar for performance, they're driving that downward. That we are yeah. on a down curve in terms of price for performance. You're getting more for your dollar now. More than ever before. You know, thanks yeah. to Ryzen... Well, and it, it's it's like Intel's answer is just, well, we can beat it, but it's like, yeah, if we spend double, triple the amount of money, yeah, you can beat it, but it's like, is it worth it at that point? How much worth how 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 worth it is it to you? Is it worth a you know five hundred to a thousand dollars to get a twenty five percent? Let's just say it's a twenty five or thirty three percent boost. Is it worth double or triple the price to get that boost over the comparable AMD? It's it, it's not even that high of a boost. So I know I know, and no. I'm, I'm being generous. The answer is no. And then they're like, and we also have our fifty six core, and it's like, yeah, what is that three thousand dollars? I don't know. Who are you trying to prove wrong here? You're just supporting. Yeah. They're like, we want to shut the AMD, you know, talk down and show that we're the top dog in per core performance. And it's like, okay, you really didn't help your case though because it took a fifteen hundred dollar processor to do it. They Third. also like have the ad going around that's like saying, and you know, core numbers is not what actually. All I don't matters. even know how much is the Epic. The epic. I don't even I know what the say... prices are. I'm talking in terms of consumer, like you know, that's just that's how the consumer lines up. But I don't actually know how much the epic and the xenon. I are. mean, the, the xenon epic. I know is expensive. Yeah. I wonder if I can find it. Hold on. Um. I want to say like, because they were like near like hundred, near a thousand. I want to say, but. Hold on. Um. Let's see what they have for. Price. I'm gonna take a guess that they're cheaper. Regardless, be just because the chiclet style oh, yeah. mounting yeah, be cheaper. PCB instead of individual nodes for each CPU. Yeah, they're they're epic. Like, oh, did you guys hear that? Um, Navi, the Navi in the PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. um, 
will be using the RDNA, their new, um, th that's what I heard, is that they're going to be using the RDNA, the new, um, uh, uh, what the hell am I trying to say, uh, GPU architecture they're building to replace what they're using right now, the GCN or whatever. That's yeah, good, because GCN. So GCN is dated as hell. Core next with RDNA, and the rumor is PlayStation 5 is going to be using RDNA. Be great. That's good. That's a good thing. That'll make AMD also needs to. Better. AMD also needs to release those GPUs out too, because they're gonna be in competition with Intel and Nvidia. So I'm not worried about Intel all that much, honestly. Their stuff actually looks pretty good for like what they have so far. Yeah, but what's it, it gonna be priced at? Intel isn't remotely competitive in pricing. Well, they're not, but they don't have to be because it, AMD hasn't hasn't, hasn't given an answer yet. Intel is trying to compete yet. with Nvidia, and AMD isn't trying to compete with either of them. AMD is just coming out like, "Yo, we're a little cheaper than them." Well, they have to be good. That's the thing. So far, well, the rumor, GPUs I mean, with the, with the GPUs, they're talking it's going to line up with the twenty seventy for like what four hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a good. Everybody's price. hoping. Everybody's hoping because that's a damn good price. Because unlike unlike their CPUs, they haven't proven that GPUs. Or that good yet? Yo, I would totally switch so. to an AMD GPU just because that catalyst is so much nicer than the GeForce experience. <laughs> well, also <laughs> you can you can overclock AMD graphics cards, which you can't really with Nvidia unless you give them so much money. Oh yeah, now with the, yeah, because the yeah, because their because their current architecture is very it's very limited in the in headroom overclock. Yeah, and as I recall, they're gonna have ray tracing, but that's not like a focus of AMD's Navi cards. I mean, yeah. there's no, there's really no point of focus on ray tracing. There's nothing, nothing even out that really uses it. Well, <laughs> but like, everyone like they playing said, Battlefield like with, 5. with PlayStation, you know, they're talking about using ray tracing for that, and they said like, uh, you know, ray tracing can be used for things that aren't graphical, and that's I think how Sony's going to tackle the, you know, their whole like 3D spatial audio thing they want to do for you know PlayStation Five games is you can use ray tracing to map sound too. You know, how something echoes around a room. You apply the same concept to that sound as ray tracing, and suddenly, you know, you've got, you know, really high-quality, like, realistic audio. So, <sighs> there there are a lot of applications. It doesn't just have to be for shadow mapping and things like that. You can use ray tracing, put it on the GPU, keep the load off the CPU, and then just, you know, have better stuff. You know, it doesn't always have to be that, you know? Like... Ray tracing is one of those things I feel like we're still like five years out, you know? Yeah. I think we're I think we're probably a little closer than that, but you know, for I think probably five years for I I look at ray tracing as like four K adoption. The prices on ray tracing That's even slower then because no, we still haven't saying, adopted four K yet. No, four K is adopting faster than ever, but what I'm saying is and, and that's about five years, honestly, for four K adoption. Really? Well, it felt like ten was, years. No, like, I feel like I feel like I want to say like 4K has been around a bit longer. Well, yeah, but like it didn't but, become consumer grade until well, really like five ish years ago. Like, like, like I felt the consumer grade has been around. I'm talking when it dropped from twenty thousand dollars to uh, actually affordable for a normal household. I'm not talking about those twenty thousand dollar eighty inch sets. I'm talking when those, 4K those went consumer good, grade. That, that is what I think is going to be five years from now for RT. I think ray tracing will get better and, you know, ray tracing will get good before it goes consumer. Same thing with 4K, you know? It will get about, good before yeah. it goes consumer. The thing about 4K, it's it's 
4K is is a it's a really weird thing because we're we're also pushing the streaming in video games right now. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, if if you ever stream like a 4K YouTube video, that thing takes up a lot of CPU and a, and a lot of download, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like so f- like and and like and like we're supposed to be gonna go to this 4K feature like we're going there we're going there regardless but it's like are we really able to, are able to show all of it if you know internets are you know complete crap for most of like the Western world you know it's well like, th- not just the internet also like your computer decoding all that now it needs yeah. actually a decent processor yeah like 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 my computer because it's it, it's an Ivy Bridge like i5 so it's really old it's like 2013. That thing peaks at a hundred percent when I'm watching a 4K video. I think with uh, computing, more cores like we we we've been having more cores for the past, I don't know, 2006 with the yeah, FX, but, AMD FX but stuff. O- yeah. Only in the last, I would say, year and a half, have games started to come out at yeah, least on PC. Because here's the thing: it's like, I, and it's blown my mind. It's taken this long. These consoles have been eight core processors all this time. So developers no. have been working on multi-core processors. Granted, I don't the consoles don't have hyper-threading, but still, no. they have these multi-core processors. But now that Ryzen is out, over the last year and a half, games like Anthem, you know, credit where credit is due, is very multi-core optimized. Like these games Apex. are with what? No. Apex. Exactly. Apex is another perfect example. Uh, these games are coming out. And I watch my cores, and they're balanced. They're using yeah. all my threads. And it's like the games are running better as a result. Because you're yeah. not just trying to brute force on two to four cores. Yeah. That's, this is, that's th- this thing. is the thing. Yeah. Is like This is what they were waiting for. And I feel like AMD, again, just kind of forced everybody's hand. There, that's, that's the thing. Like Even when Ryzen like, came out and, like, you know... That was you the know, problem the, with early Ryzen. The, just games weren't optimized for multi-core. Yeah, and the, like games Ryzen did first hyper-thread, came out, but like, suddenly uh, games do, and guess what? It's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the YouTubers that I watched, Little One Tech, which if you're into like really technical videos, just check them out. So like, uh, what, their YouTuber window like talked about how like AMD's are innovators right here. Like, like even though like Ryzen just came out and like you know games haven't optimized yet. She was saying like how AMD are innovating right here because their price, like you know, price to performance ratio is ridiculous. And the fact that we could have, you know, this twelve core that's coming out for like what five hundred dollars, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's twelve for twenty four threat for like this price. Like I think like five years ago, this is like unimaginable. You're oh, like, this yeah. is this, Dude, this is crazy. The best thing that's going to happen for Ryzen, because Ryzen has hyper threading. Is the fact that the let's, next let's, consoles... let's not call it hyper threading because we're 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 shilling Intel right now. You, you know what I mean, though. The, yes. They're they're multi core process, multi thread processing. Yes. The yeah. best thing that's going to happen for video games is the fact that the next consoles are going to run Ryzen. They're going to yeah. run modern Ryzen, and guess what? It's no longer Jaguar. It's no longer you know overclocked laptop grade CPUs in our consoles anymore. These are PC grade yeah. dies. That are going to be in our consoles that have multi-thread rendering and all that stuff. And they have the things. Developers are going to be working on Ryzen for every single game they make. Whether it's PC, whether it's console, everyone's going to be working on Ryzen. And guess what? 
Those cheap CPUs you have are going to sell like hotcakes. And AMD is going to start dominating the market because they already do. AMD has been telling everybody for years, we have, we support more gamers than Intel because they're in the consoles. They're in the box under your TV. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to just be like AMD shill fanboy over here. This podcast brought to you by AMD. That's not what I'm doing because like I was an AMD guy. Until it got to the point where it was like, AMD is a joke, I have to go to Intel, because I had an 8-core processor, I got a 4-core Intel, started running circles around my games, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I switched to Ryzen, and it was rough, I'll be honest, like, I switched it, and I'm telling everybody, like, yeah, I really like it, because I wanted a new PC, I I didn't want to spend an arm and a leg on a CPU, and then I was like, at first, I was like, damn it, I might have made a mistake. You know, I'm sitting here like, did I build a PC that's pretty much as powerful as the last one I made? But now these games are getting updated with their multi-core capabilities. And I'm looking at like the saturation on my CPU and it's like, holy shit, these games are awesome now because my CPU, I don't have a 16 thread CPU trying to work on four. Yeah. And -hmm. games are better. Like you can do so much more like effects. You can do better like visuals. You can do so many more things when you just start offloading things onto other cores. When you're not maxing out four cores and then being like, well shit, turn down the settings. It's like this core can do this. This core can do this. What they've been doing on consoles for decades. You're just doing it now. You know, You're, you're offloading all this stuff to all these specialized things. AMD gives you the specialized thing. It's Ryzen, you know? Mm-hmm. And Intel needs to figure out how to make a better consumer-grade CPU that can compete with them. I would love it. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, AMD needs to stay king. I would love it if Intel came out like this time next year and we're like, we did it. We beat Ryzen in price and performance. Because guess yeah, what? Not... Then AMD has to one-up them again. And that's how that's... we keep driving it forward. Price down, performance up. That's what we need. AMD is throwing down the gauntlet. They are doing right now to Intel what Sony did to Microsoft at the start of the last console generation. They're basically saying, hey, we're doing our thing. We know what you're doing. You're doing exactly what people expected, but this is our thing, and this is what people want right now. And it's up to them to find their Phil Spencer and turn it around. The thing about Intel is, like, because they're a company that's, like, going into, like, so many different sectors right now because, like, they're also tapping into some of that cloud stuff too right. and networking and everything so like cpus aren't like their main focus anymore like yeah even the cpu has said like yeah we're we're experimenting a lot so we're not trying too hard on the cpu even though like you know their, their 10 nanometer desktop is, is supposed to come out this year they said that for the last four years now well they so, they have 10 nanometer for like their ultrabooks for their laptops yeah yeah they had it yeah they had that from like i think it came out was it 20, late 2017 i want to say early 2018 for the ultrabooks, yeah, but they haven't had any desktop shit. Yeah, and and uh, Zen, like like right now, I want to send nanometer for Zen two, but like Zen, I think I want to say Zen four, it's supposed to be five nanometers. And, Jesus, and it's gonna happen because TMC, T, TSMC, the uh, Taiwan uh, uh, manufacturer, silicon manufacturer that does their uh, chips, also does you know Apple iPhone chips and other. I, I want to say they also do Qualcomm too, but anyways. Uh yeah, they're gonna do their chips, and they've already made a five nanometer chip. Like, they they showed it off at one of the the uh, conferences like early this year. So so it's gonna happen. Like like AMD, they're on their path to like going to 
to a smaller node that Intel has not been able to do for the last, you know, five years now. So yeah. And you just think a company with Intel's pedigree would be able to figure this out. But like you look back historically though, and you go back to like the early two thousands and stuff, and even before that, and everybody just thinks because you know Intel just had better marketing. AMD has regularly been dominating yeah, Intel yeah, at market really bad, yeah. with more power and cheaper. Like everybody remembers the Core Two Duo commercials and the Pentium Inside stuff, and AMD was outperforming them. Yeah. It was only in the mid two thousands until Ryzen came out that AMD was just like struggling as a company and couldn't figure out what to do, and Intel was just like, "Well, we inherited the top spot because our competitors don't know what to do." Lo and behold, here we are, you know, ten years later, more than that, honestly, probably fifteen years later. Here's AMD. Well, we're gonna seize the top spot because our competitors don't know what to do anymore, and now we're innovating. Yeah. And it's it like, was... you know, it's like Intel needs to be careful because like, yeah, I get it. Like they're in all these spaces, but like, you know, mobile has already abandoned Intel, you know, yep. uh, Ryzen is starting to claw its way into consumer grade laptops and things like that in a way that it hasn't for a long time. Like well, Ryzen is that. powering like like Ryzen's gonna power like Ryzen and Vega are gonna power like gaming laptops now. Intel is losing like chunks of its market because OEMs are like it's cheaper and people want it. Ryzen yeah, is a it's, buzzword it's... right now. Like Intel is Intel, but e- Ryzen is the hot new thing right now. And they it's... can say like, "Yo, this thing has Ryzen," and people are like, "I know that thing. That's the thing that's supposed to be really cool that Intel's scared of." That's how people. That's it's, how consumers hear it. You know, Intel. Yeah, it's, watch it's out. It's also, it's also really bad right now because Apple, one of the largest Intel, one of the large clients for their MacBooks. Yeah, Apple they're going wants proprietary. To yeah, they want to. They, they want to make their own. They want to make their phone chip, which is a very powerful chip. It, they like, they have the most powerful chips. mobile CPU out there. Like I'm not going to yeah. deny it. Yeah, well, that, too, so. well, well, Qualcomm's also starting to make their own like desktop version. I saw uh, well, that. Uh, Didn't they do that against like an i5? Yep, and it cre- it had a little bit like it traded performance. It was pretty equal to the i5, but the, the battery i5 life was running at was 1440p though. Okay. The i5, like the the Qualcomm was running at 1080p. The i5 was running at 1440p. Hmm. I, I saw okay. that comparison, which I thought was weird. Yeah, that's 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 kind of a bad that, that was test. weird, but um, <laughs> but still, Qualcomm can get there. They're they are a more than capable. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, yo, know, manufacturer of yeah. CPUs, and you know, it's just like, what the hell is Intel gonna do? You know, they they can't seem to figure out how to shrink their dies. They just can't do it. Meanwhile, AMD has a clear path to further shrinking their dies, according to Jim or Will. Yeah, I, I, I mean, did it again. I did it again. All right, stop the podcast. We got to start over. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Using the power of Taiwan, pretty much. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, just like it's it's crazy that like, and and we benefit regardless. We as like gamers benefit regardless because developers are optimizing their games to run better. So like me, I have a first gen Ryzen, and now I'm looking at all these games optimized, and I'm like, I don't need to upgrade right now. I can wait because it's like, yeah, I might get a bump in per core performance, but it's like. Everything's running like a dream on my PC. Things are running better on my PC now, over a year later, than they were when I bought it. When did I buy yeah. this PC? Was it 2017? No, it's 20... You bought it like... 
2016, I think. No, it, this one was early 2018. I bought it in January of 2018. And since that time, it has only gotten better. And I have changed nothing about it except the cooler. But the cooler was irrelevant. Um, even, even AMD, they include coolers in the box that are actually good. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say they're the so, best. Yeah. That's why I replaced mine with an Noctua. I finally took TJ's advice. It was one of the best things I ever did. Yeah, Noctua. Because I'm running. Hold good. on. I want to tell you, I'm running. Let's, uh, let's go back chill, to our. At a, at a chill. Right now, it's 41 degrees. Let's go back to our sellout stream. It's 41 degrees, including the. And look at, look at how quick. It spiked for a second, but look at how quick it goes down. It's running at 41 degrees with my stream and while trying to render this audio. This is sponsored by Noctua. Sponsored fans. by Noctua. Dude, Noctua. I 100% buy Noctua. But, yeah. like, still, you can be an average, you know, average Joe consumer and go to the store and buy an AMD CPU, take that cooler that's in there and just put it on your PC and play games without issue. It's totally yeah. fine. Like, yeah. and, and that's the thing is Intel doesn't even, do, does Intel even include fans anymore? I don't think they do. I don't think no. so. And the one they had was so. garbage. Yeah. The, I, I know when I, I got think mine. The, I think fan, the AMD but... ones are built by Cooler Master. I think they are. I, like, I if I remember say, correctly, yeah. they're built by Cooler say, Master. Yeah, they're like a variant. Which of, is like, probably like, like the, the second thing. best brand after an Octua. <laughs> if you're going to buy a CPU yeah. cooler. They're pretty good. So, well, like, I mean, it's, there's there's a lot there's a lot of cool I know coolers out there nowadays. But I yeah. know, but I'm, or, or I guess the next most recognizable brand, you know, in terms of I mean, like yeah, high also, end cooling. There's also be quiet. Be quiet. As, as yeah, there's thermal take yeah. and things like that, and Corsair yeah. obviously. But um, either way, take away from this: do not buy Intel i5s. Yeah, no. Ever, never. no, ever. Don't even buy i7s anymore. They don't even have hyper threading anymore. Oh, they took yeah. hyper-threading out of the i7s. And then yeah. AMD is doing it, and now games are using it. So you're literally going to buy a CPU that can't use a feature that's, that its biggest competitor is fully embracing. AMD, or uh, Intel, was like leading the way with hyper-threading before anyone was ready to use it. Now that people are utilizing it, they're like, oh, we don't need it. We, we also got to stop using the word hyper-threading, huh? We got to stop using the word hyper-threading, though. <laughs> Because cause that, that that's like an Intel like patented word. I so. know, but like that's that's really what it is. That's the that's the that's the word that everybody knows. Which is the problem. I know. What that, is, that's, what that, is that's how you know what? Intel's I know. marketing. I don't even it's, know. They, it's they virtual call it, cores. Yeah, they call it like simultaneous threading or some shit. Like SMT, I think is what their thing is yeah. called. Okay, well, listen. Simultaneous multi. We all agree yeah. the one thing Intel's good at is marketing. Yep. Yeah. That's why we, that's why we keep saying hyper threading. Yes. I All mean, right. the, with them using like the i3, i7, i5, that's kind of like why Ryzen's doing the R, you know, R3, yeah. R5, and R7. Yeah, but that's stupid. I don't like that. But yeah, it's, it's it's because that's what consumers. I know, but know. they recognize that. Yeah, they recognize the Intel marketing. They're like, oh, this one has the seven on it, so that means it's a good one. Yeah. Well, now they have the nine. The yeah. Twelve core is the oh, nine. And they still got that 16 core somewhere. They're going to release at some point down the road. Is that going to be a 12? <laughs> that would be stupid. They're, they're, Could you imagine? They're, they're, yeah, that'd be. Yeah. You they're, have they're a 12 it's still going to be R9, though. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to be buying that $500 one for the, the, my birthday the, uh, present. That'll be a good one. Do it, man. 
That'll be good because that thing is going to support up to, uh, was it, uh, 3200 speed? Like, like 30, by default. 30, oh, damn. Yeah. So did you yeah. see the, the speeds they were getting out of DDR4 at Computex? Dude, they're going like 4K and like 5K. It's yeah, ridiculous. No, I, I wanna... 5,200. 5, I want to yeah, see if I like, can hold out until DDR5 comes out to upgrade my computer. So you might as well. I, yeah. At this point, I kind of want to hold out, and then yeah. once they do DDR5 and like PCI 4.0 is like really good, yeah, then I'll like then I'll splurge on a new PC. But until then, mm-hmm. I want to keep this thing as is. I might change the GPU at some point just because like it's 1080 and it's like it's still good, but at but, some but that, point, that's assuming that. Nvidia actually tries to put like or a new that one out. AMD makes something really good, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's, it's like that's the thing is like we'll Nvidia see what has the ha- right now. It's still one of the best cards on the market. Yeah, AMD, please release a good GPU, please. Well, like seriously, please release a good GPU. With with the speeds we're getting out of DDR4 right now, it's knocking on the door of DDR5, so I wouldn't even really worry about that. The only yeah, thing for DDR5, DDR5 it's still have like efficiency and time yeah, there's a lot of efficiency and 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 like also like the actual like. The actual like like the design of like the actual chip is different. You would, you well, would think you know. that they would design it better to like accommodate yeah. because uh, most RAM nowadays That's... people want like low profile, so because they want to put big ass cool. Well, I guess not the... because a lot of people are doing liquid water. Yeah, so doing a lot of water these days. I need, yeah, I need it's, low it's profile, also just though. it's 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 also just always just you know being more power efficient because you know like if you're running at that high of a speed, you know you need a lot of voltage. Yeah, yeah. to run it like that stable. And for most people, like running at like five K is unrealistic. So, I was looking four. at uh, someone who did an in-depth coverage of it, and like for the difference between like thirty-two hundred, I think it was like forty-eight hundred. With some games, they got up to forty FPS more. Yeah, some games are very good. I think thirty-two is good though, because it gives you the most stability with games. I think once you go yeah. higher, you're gonna have instability. Yeah, yeah, you want thirty-two with like you want you want you don't want the lowest timings because B die no longer exists. Samsung cut their B die line, so which doesn't like a matter because the whole point of Zen two is that it's not going to be tied to your memory speed as much. So you might not need you might not need like like the lowest timings. I got, but I got three thousand right now in mine. Yeah, you got three thousand. I think yeah. three thousand is good for first gen though. You- you think it'd yeah, be good fine. to buy RAM now or just wait till Ryzen comes out and buy it? I am level? making the same struggle right now because so far RAM prices are still projected to drop within the next year. Mm-hmm. But but I'm thinking that it might rise because everybody is buying those new Ryzen's. I would probably just saying. buy... I wouldn't go crazy. I would just get 16 I have gigs. the same struggle right now. Just get yeah, 16 I, gigs for like 120 right bucks of like, you know, Corsair or something and then buy There's, good RAM... You know, a year or two from now. Yeah. Well, because was... the thing is, like, yeah, like for like obviously, if you're not gaming out there, for those non-gamers, like, they're like 16 gigs are dropping back down to like 85 dollars for for like you know like normal use no, I might need speeds. To get you know. What are you saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, no, like, two, like for two, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for like for like like really slow speeds. Like um, for us gamers, it's not great. Okay. Yeah. But 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 but, but that's just saying. But that's that's the thing is like it's it's still dropping. You know. There's a chance like these higher speeds will also drop also throughout the next you know next half a year we have left. Yeah. Because yeah, so it's 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 hard. Like I, like I'm looking at RAM too right now. I'm deciding should I just buy this RAM to have it sit here because I know I'm upgrading this summer. Oh yeah. Like it's like Zen two is definitely a you go. Need to, yeah. You 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 need it just because yeah. you're you're on a 
uh, a PC that is Ivy definitely Bridge. Uh, 2013. Its best days are definitely behind it. Oh, well, like as long as I'm not playing Destiny, it's fine. Yeah, you'll be able to raid and be like, "Whoa, the colors!" <laughs> oh man, yeah. yo, let's. Uh, you guys good to hit some of this news? Yeah, oh, we got news. Yeah, yo, did you want to talk about that Final Fantasy 14 real quick? Did you? Uh, did you have a chance? To so read that yeah, uh, let's. Uh, he he talks about how he's Who's taking he? a bold direction. Uh, Yoshi P. I don't know his actual name to be honest, because we just call him Yoshi P. Because okay. that's his. Who is Yoshi you know, P. Though? He is, oh, he's uh, one of oh, the, hold on. Uh, it's uh, Naoki Yoshida? Yeah. Or Naoki Yoshida? Yeah, Naoki Yoshida. Like, I want to say he's uh, either the director of Final Fantasy fourteen or the, or the producer. Yeah, one or the other. So, so today, uh, well, actually, you're not, it's not going to be today anymore, but on May 29th, they released their embargo for Final Fantasy uh, Shadowbringer content. There was a media event, so many influencers went out and you know got footage and whatnot so they they so they put out their job changes and it turns out they're not fully removing the whole healer dps thing okay so healers will stack dps but i'm sure in that article or another interview he did that i looked at he's saying he's gonna tune the fights more in the next expansion so there'll be more chances for healers to actually have to heal, you know, instead of having the amount of downtime there is in current Final Fantasy fourteen content. Okay, that doesn't sound which, like a terrible thing. Yeah, I mean, which sounds fine. And also he says taking a bold step and that interview, it, it's, reading that interview just reminds me of like what Blizzard does and like WoW, uh, like TJ who plays WoW, so he probably has some input because, you know, Blizzard tends to like, they always try to rework their classes, like area expansion a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes it's not great. Usually. Sometimes it's usually not great. Yes, Blizzard known. I mean, Chris, you play other Blizzard games too. You should know Blizzard's not the best when it comes to balancing. It's not their strong suit. I think they do mostly fine in like StarCraft at least. I feel okay, like their I, I, RTS balance is mostly good. Right. I'm not saying they're perfect. They've definitely made their mistakes. Um, okay. But I feel like... I, I wouldn't know because yeah, like, I don't play the StarCraft. The StarCraft so. team I feel yeah. like is mostly an exception to this. I'm not a pro player. I'm a casual player of starcraft i'm not like you know some gm guy but like you know i feel like people sometimes i ironically claim balance in those games but i think for the most part with starcraft they do fine all right so me and tj who have both overwatch on the other hand don't get me started all right so yeah <laughs> overwatch. there we go brigitte in every yes. game everybody gets a brigitte She's four best, tanks yeah. and two healers fuck the damage class Yes, balance. Yeah, balance. And then obviously, and obviously, wow, balance not great either. No, and then they're just so... wait till they have to try and balance Warcraft three again. That's what seven races. <laughs> uh, when's that game coming this out? Year? I don't know. Really? Yeah, the Warcraft three, yeah. the remastered okay. thing. It's coming sometime oh, this year. Speaking of Warcraft, the WoW classic WoW beta is yep. out right now. So. I'll tell you what, the two games that Blizzard gets right with balance are Starcraft, yeah. Starcraft one, and Starcraft two. So are, are you gonna play Classic WoW when it comes out? Uh, absolutely not. Good. That which that shit was terrible. TJ, like, I hate, I want right, you to know I hate go. you because I still think about maybe subscribing to World of Warcraft. Uh, I'm gonna let fault. you know. I'm gonna be subscribing in the next month because I'm gonna be on two weeks because my I'm gonna be sitting around because my surgery. So I'm gonna be playing a lot Ooh. of WoW. If you buy me a month, I'll play with you. <sighs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. 
Yeah, just 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 okay. just, just buy them with the uh, just buy them like an in-game token. Be like, yeah, you'd have to you have to subscribe to to retrieve this one more. You know? <laughs> no, Ooh. don't do that. Don't give him ideas. <laughs> don't have that money yet. <laughs> damn it, Jeff. Will. Yeah. Damn so it. yeah. You're messing Final Fantasy up. 14. So yeah, you know uh, they are taking a, a a bit of a bolt step, I would say, because they are rebalancing. Because I've seen a lot of videos of other jobs, like they are changing some of the jobs a lot to the point where it's like it, it might be a bit much. Like healers are upset right now because healers, besides the white mage, have all gotten nerfs. They've like instead of buffing the white mage to be as good as the other two healers, the scholar and the astrologian, they have nerfed those. So you know that's subject to change, but we'll see. They've they've made the bard what it seems to be pretty irrelevant. For an expansion, so if you, so if you like bards out there, it feels bad for you. you. Should probably play a dancer. So yeah, these are very bold changes that they're doing. They're 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 kind of like they're literally trying to dictate a meta. It kind of reminds me of like how wow, like you know how like wow, like there's certain specs that are just bad TJ. Like I don't know like what's the current meta right now, but you could probably give an example of like a really bad spec right now. Um, so I don't know about right now, but I remember it was just like um, retribution paladins. You really couldn't play. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, for a long time. Or can, survival hunters. Yes, like now I think red pounders are okay, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, the the way they have it balanced right now is you could play every class and do something. Yeah, it may not. Yeah, be like the every best. class. Yeah, like every class will have a spec that is worthwhile to bring. Yeah, so that's fine. But yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, like like wow, like I mean Final Fantasy fourteen, like it's like. Like I'm like I'm excited. Like you know, like TJ, you are for, like, probably for a while expansions. You, know, you get excited for a new you know expansion, right? Uh, but you're just bit. not really, yeah. You're just not really sure about the changes that they're, they're yeah. gonna do. Like you're not sure if it's gonna be the right moves. But obviously, we don't know yet. The game's not out. We haven't played it yet. Like the expansion's not out. We haven't played it yet, so we don't know how it's actually gonna be in in uh actual yeah when it actually comes out. So. So wow, classic. Have you looked into that at all? Yeah, um, it's kind of funny because people are looking at it from some people who are playing WoW Classic currently are people who are invested in WoW right now, and some of the people playing WoW currently have never played WoW Classic, so they're going back yeah. to it and they're just like, "Oh, there's all these things that are like broken in the game." It's like, no, that's just how the game used to be. Yeah, and like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't pl- looked into it too much, but it's just like mobs don't spawn as fast, or like aggro works yes. really differently, and yes, it's interesting. It's like, like I feel like I'm glad WoW Classic does exist for those people that like that version of the game. Mm-hmm. I feel for most people, they will not like that game, which which is always a good thing. Blizzard says like, hey, you just have to pay for one sub, you know, like as long as you sub once, you can play both WoW games, which is smart. Yeah. Because if, if you have to pay for two of them, it's like, bro, what are you doing, Blizzard? You're charging me twice for this shit? I, I don't yeah. feel like they needed to create a new uh, WoW, though, to do what they wanted to do. They could just have a section of WoW. Like, it could just be another zone they walk into, and it just yeah. reverts back to the old files. Because I yeah. understand why See, like- they did it, but... See, like, what I was thinking was of more of it just having, like, dedicated servers that are just yeah. classic WoW, you know, instead of having a completely new client on a separate update track. That's just, you know, classic WoW. But. I mean, with classic WoW, once they get a balance, there's not really going to be much to update. 
Because it's gonna roll. That's the thing. It's yeah. gonna, well, it's gonna roll out. It's... So what's gonna happen? It's gonna roll out in tiers like it did originally. So like you'll have okay. like Molten Coral, and then Onyxia will open up, and then Blackwing Lair, mm-hmm. and then there'll be Anchorage, and then eventually Nax. And Nax is the big thing. Yeah. Um. But the I, even after all that, people will get like all this gear, and then they'll be like, okay, well, I'm we've done Nax. I have yeah, everything. Cause... I want to do more yeah. stuff now. And right, right, are you guys gonna release Burning Crusade again? Like, you know, just, just yeah. re-release their expansion again? Yeah, just do like what Nintendo does with Pokemon games and just like, oh, we're yeah, exactly. re-releasing the, this. We're just, well, we're just gonna do Burning Crusade again. Get to experience Burning Crusade when it came out. Well, Burning Crusade is still exactly the same. That's the oldest part of WoW right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is. So if you want to experience Burning Crusade, just go back to those zones, and it's like, wow, yeah. back in time. Yeah, well, I guess the only thing that's not the same, obviously, is, is the current, like, classes, like, the jobs, like, yeah. the current specs, because um, all the classes are balanced this certain way right now. I mean, yeah, the game's kind of evolved a lot from what it used to be. I, yeah. like, it's a time capsule, like, looking back at it when yes. I was playing it, it was a lot of fun, because that was the best to what it was and the best it could be, but yeah. if I had the option to play WoW Classic today versus current WoW, I'd probably play current WoW because WoW Classic was absolute dog shit. <laughs> so, 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 what if? So, 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 like, do you remember like how old you were when you played like you know WoW? Sixteen. Like, so, what if you were sixteen now? I probably have, and you had the choice. I probably have more fun with the current version of WoW because it's not as buggy. There's a lot to do. It's there's voice acting and cinematics and. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in WoW. Yeah. You just have to get in there and play it. And I don't like, like I don't hate WoW. I just I don't really care for the current expansion. Yeah, I don't, I don't care either. That's why I'm not playing it right now. I've, for those listeners out there, I've I've played up to Legion, so Yeah, me too. So so yeah, we're both up to Legion, so it's not like we haven't played WoW for like a couple expansions and like we're just openly like, you know, talking and smack about WoW right now. But yeah, I, that's the thing. I also like feel for classic WoW. It's like a lot of people were just young back then too, and they just, and they just had time to play classic yeah. WoW. You know, I mean, people, like, I feel that is a huge factor. Yeah, like I was sixteen when I was playing, and now I'm about to be twenty eight. And most people like have families, jobs, careers. You know, they have a lot of yeah. stuff going on. They can't just devote, you know, a ten hour yeah. raid to kill yeah. one boss. But we could do it in Destiny. Yeah. I mean. I can yeah. commit all the time to Destiny. <laughs> I mean, let's let, let's hope it doesn't take ten. No, it won't Destiny take ten then. hours. I heard the new yeah. one anyway. We got to talk about that after. I heard it's just a raid layer, yeah. so it might be slightly longer than Scourge, but it won't be as long as yeah. Last Wish. Right. Raiding so, uh, yeah. a week from Friday. Be ready, to right. Will. God so damn it! Segue. See, we talk video games. I talk about playing a video game with you. Your gem. Damn it, Podcast Will. This your is... Will. Wait, we're so let's just segue to Destiny because. Because we talked about classic WoW and we, and we gave our thoughts cool. on it, so um, yeah. yeah. So Destiny has its new expansion coming out next week. Well, it's its last piece of the annual pass. It is the season of opulence, um, and this is there might even be something here where TJ's like, hmm, you know, hmm. um, yo, really? they have some stuff going on. So season of opulence, they are adding a new six player activity called the menagerie. Which, uh, there is a chalice of opulence that you get, and you can basically craft this chalice up 
to increase the quality of the drops you get and you can pick the drops you want from the menagerie. So you can pick the gear you want from it. So like you're just fighting to earn better gear. So it, it's basically the thing, but they're going to, they're apparently going to have changing paths, changing enemies. They're adding new bosses for the first couple weeks. So like there's, there's going to be crazy stuff. It sounds hugely promising. Like this might finally be what escalation protocol has been leading to. Uh, which I'm super excited for. We got the new raid coming out. Uh, according, This is straight from Bungie's page. Seek out the most valuable treasures in the underbelly of the Leviathan. Jump into the new Crown of Sorrow raid and join the race for the world first. Um, they're doing that. New weapons and armor. They look awesome. The new guns look great. The new armor looks great. This is, might be the most attractive season of content they've released yet. Um, they're adding a new Power Surge bounty. That's going to bring, like, lapsed guardians up to 690 power as long as they finished Forsaken. Um, it sounds like they might be doing some new stuff with Iron Banner, which could be really cool. Especially if they added, like, a PvE element to that. I think that would be sick. They're adding new exotic weapons and armor. And it sounds like people are recognizing a lot of stuff from D1. Uh, the Truth rocket launcher is coming back. There's a hand cannon people recognize. Uh, some, pe some people recognize the new weapons for... Um, uh, what the hell am I trying to say? Some people recognized uh, we uh, the new armor pieces for some of the classes. And they're like, yo, that's a D1 thing. That was cool. Uh, we got three new pinnacle weapons. The Revoker sniper rifle in the, in the Crucible. Missed shots are returned to the magazine after a short duration. Um, you've got... <laughs> TJ sent me $15 to buy WoW. <laughs> <sighs> Son of a bitch. I mean, like, you have all the expansions besides the current besides one, the right, current Chris? One, yeah. They yeah, gave me all so. of them. I guess I have to play World of Warcraft now. With uh, the money. <laughs> the Wendigo GL3, uh, which is the, for strikes for Vanguard. Orbs of Light increased blast radius and damage. And then Hush is the Gambit Pinnacle weapon. It is a bow. Hipfire precision shots give a massive draw speed bonus. Uh, and then they announced a bunch of cool stuff that's going to be coming during the season. Anybody who played Destiny pre-Forsaken uh, might remember at the tail end there was a Solstice of Heroes where players were going around uh, replaying like some story missions with some twists to build up like a really powerful suit of armor that could get you up to 400 power. Um, there's the new armor. They're actually doing some new mechanics with that. There, it also sounds like... Oh, Eva's coming back for that. It sounds like they're doing a thing with this too, though. I was reading somewhere that they're doing like... They're going to have some like Hall of Triumphs or something. So it sounds like there's a place you can go. I don't know what it is, but so it sounds like it could like, be really cool. Like a place to go to see past your accomplishments. Eats. Okay. So like, is it just going to like play like a video of us clearing the reef the first time? I don't time? know. I mean, that'd be pretty cool, like, the fact that if they actually have Yo, if have I video, could watch that? Like, yeah. Yo, that was like, sick! Cool, but Holy shit. But, I, but that'd be kind of terrifying Yo, TJ, that they have clips of that, listen, too. Listen, okay? So, the first time... I think we've said this on the podcast. I don't care. Ross isn't here to stop me. Uh, the mm -hmm. first time we beat the first raid, okay? We're all there, and we're it's, it's, it's basically like this crazy DPS phase, okay? And we have mm -hmm. to do enough damage to the boss before he wipes us. 
and everybody's shooting and we're like, oh, we're not going to do it. So I'm in my Captain America super. I just arm in the air, shield on my arm, just start throwing shields and I fly up to him. I'm like, I'm going in. And I just start punching the boss in the face with my shield. And like, I'm just swinging, swinging, swinging. Team wipes. But Callus is talking. The emperor is like, well done, friends. I hope you're proud of what you've done. And we're sitting there. We're all dead. (laughs) And then he finishes talking. We all revive and we beat the fucking raid. I got the final blow on the fucking raid boss with punching him in the face. It was awesome. awesome. (laughs) It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. And that's why I love Destiny. Fucking love that game. Where else can you say, yo, I punched a fucking emperor of this alien race in the face and I got the killing blow to save my team. Like, I got to be a fucking hero. Um, But yeah, like, God, I really hope this season's really good. I think Season of the Drifter was really good. Um, If they can make this this new season work and make it super interesting, if they can kind of balance the, the lulls they've had in the past, which I think they've addressed a lot in Season of the Drifter... Like, they could make this annual pass thing really work. I would actually be very excited to see, like, with what they've learned, where they go from here. Um, so, like, do you think they're going to do another annual pass after it this? It sounds like that's what they're going to do. It, the rumors are they're going to do another annual pass, but it's going to be four right. seasons this time. So, and then okay. the first season is going to be not as big as Forsaken, but it will be bigger and slightly more substantial. It will be, not slightly, it will be more substantial than any annual pass content to date. It's going to be a worthwhile big deal thing, and then it will be annual pass type drip content after that. But I just hope that, like, now that they've done these things, it's like, hey, you know what? We have a really good idea now for how to address, because I think it was really cool, like, like, TJ, just the end of this last season, they did the last thing of the season. They were like, this is the last piece of story content for the season. Boom, they dropped mm-hmm. it. The next week, they're like, hey, everybody, make sure to go do your flashpoints. They dropped a new exotic quest into the game for a weapon that was, like, really popular in Destiny 1. They just kind of casually dropped it into the game. They added a brand new mission. It took them seven months to build it. They added a brand new kick-ass mission to the game to get this gun. And then they made an entirely different variant, like partial variant of it for a heroic version. So like the two missions, the middle section is entirely different. And like you go to this really cool place in the old tower that players have never been before. You get to go into like a cryptarch vault where they keep all like these crazy things. And then you go down and you fight this boss and it's like, it's fucking awesome. And it's like, if they can do shit like that every season, like, that's amazing. That's the yeah. stuff that, like, makes Destiny. It just kind of happened. And everybody's like, holy shit, this gun's in the game now. And everybody's losing their mind. It was so cool. It was one of the coolest things ever. It was way better than the Whisper thing. You have to do it, Will. It's amazing. Um, on the topic, though, at some point. of games like Destiny, Anthem finally got an update. After almost a month of silence and with Bioware not releasing their Cataclysm event that was supposed to be like their big endgame thing that was supposed to come out this month. um, They did just do an update. Uh, It adds a few legendary missions. It adds the option for players to fast travel during free play. Um, 
Wait, is is an option of fast travel now? Yes. But <laughs> what, what do you do? What do you use that for? Exactly. You know how we travel game? in Destiny on a planet, and we go yeah. from spot to spot. You couldn't yeah. do. Imagine having to always walk there. Like, did imagine the Dreaming City? Imagine if the Dreaming City was actually everything. Oh, okay. And massive. So, okay, and you had so to go everywhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they basically made it so you can now teleport to like the different little walker things across the map so you don't have to just fly run out of flight juice fall to the ground run for a little while get more flight juice go back up why did it take so long for that tj if you want to hate on anthem i'm totally for it like you're more than welcome anthem's going through like stuff that like blizzard went through with like warcraft no 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 tj anthem is going through things destiny already went through and if they had and the division already went through if they had not openly and brazenly ignored the failings of their contemporaries they could have actually made a good game but instead destiny was a bad word in the ea office and so they made a shit game yeah all they had to do was look at what everybody else did wrong and not do those things what did Anthem do? Literally everything wrong the other games already did. Literally everything. The only thing they didn't do was they didn't fuck up the thing Bungie did at the start of Destiny 1 when purple engrams could turn blue instead and that's less rare gear. God, I still don't understand why they did that. Those wait, were the dark days. Wait, that was, that a was a th- oh, oh my god. god. So there was a percentage chance like a purple engram had like a thirty percent chance or something to be a blue. That's awful. so you could. That's why the loot cave was such a big deal because you could go in, you could get four legendary engrams, and like two of them would turn out to be rare. Man, that's. And then Bungie had wait, to fix wait, wait, it wait. because like they took away the loot cave and everybody lost their fucking minds. Well, yeah, because your system. Yeah, broke. and so they had <laughs> to fix it. They were like, "Okay, we fixed it." Cause like you didn't yeah. you didn't get a lot of gear anyway back then. Drops yeah, were, like that's... if you think drops are low right now in Destiny Two, you know nothing. You want to see bad drops? Play Destiny One. All this my gear at like the end of Destiny classic, One I got wow. from like missions. Sounds like some classic WoW type yeah. stuff. I don't teach but, you. Um, yeah, anyway, EA though. is going to do a live stream tomorrow as of this recording or today if you're listening on Thursday. Uh, live stream it'll be last Thursday if you're listening (laughs) next Thursday Um, at 4pm where they will be showing the Cataclysm event it sounds like the Cataclysm is kind of closer to like a Destiny raid so it sounds like it could be really cool was it six players I don't know we'll find out we'll find out but yeah the the last update for that game was May 7th for Anthem and they just updated it today, hmm. the 29th. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a wow. game that's nice. clearly being supported. Absolutely. Um I mean I mean like their subreddit is always great if you're if you're bored and you need something to read about. So I, I feel for those people. I really do. Yeah. Um so the No More Heroes, uh or Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Uh, I want to pull something up for this real quick because Ross, yeah. our dear friend, uh, actually wrote a final say for this game. And before we even talk about it, okay. I want to read his final say, okay? The No More Heroes... Was, fr- was, what? 
I was going to say, I was like, did he write this while he was being a wizard? No, or, he wrote this on March 18th. Four. Okay. The No More Heroes franchise was the one that took most people by surprise when the first two games released for the Wii to critical acclaim. Jump forward almost jump forward almost a decade from the last game, and we've arrived at a smaller budget spin-off title. Travis strikes again, No More Heroes. It takes a completely different approach to gameplay, mostly through isometric hack and slash action. Famous creator of the of the original two games, as well as this one, Suda51, said that if fans want a proper No More Heroes 3, they should buy this game. However, there's only one problem. This game isn't very good. Cool. Uh, hmm. So I, I don't think I even need to read the second paragraph at that point. Uh, that game yeah. that Ross said, quote, this game isn't very good. Uh, it's coming to PC and PS4. So I would suggest, regardless of your desire for a No More Heroes 3, I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe we don't need it. Because this game isn't good and you shouldn't buy it. Thanks to Ross, who who, who played it for us. Thanks, Ross. All right. Thank you, Ross. Thanks, Ross. Thanks Thank for, for being here, spirit, you wizard. <sighs> yeah. Call of Duty is about to modern warfare again. On, on Thursday, hey, they're going to show warfare. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Not to be confused with Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. This no. is apparently a soft reboot of the franchise. It's, this it's, is the Xbox One of video games. It It is going to be the same exact logo, but without the number four. Oh my god. That was no, they great. did that already for the remaster. Which, oh, right. That was Call of Duty oh, Modern Warfare yeah. remaster. Right. So couldn't they no, just do, they do, do that again? Do that again. You know, oh do it again. God. Just remove remastered. <laughs> what a fucking joke. Let's do that. So Listen, yeah, every they're time doing you Modern release... Warfare again because instead of closing the the you know all the cool shit they did with Call of Duty Ghost campaign, screw you guys if you didn't like the multiplayer. Call of Duty Ghost had a kick ass campaign. Read my thing. Did you ever play Call of Duty Ghost campaign? Spoilers on halfgen.com. Um, yeah, instead of finishing that, we're going to rehash Call of Duty Modern Warfare because we're officially out of ideas and Call of Duty needs to be an annual franchise. Yeah, it's pretty bad right now. Call of Duty needs to be an annual who's, franchise. That's why we're making who, Modern Warfare making Infinity this? Ward. Oh. Who else oh, but Infinity made the original. Ward. People that, you know, made the original Modern Warfare. <sighs> Keep Modern Warfare modern. Gaming disorder is now awesome. a thing in the World Health Organization. Yes. Uh, it's already like... coming into question, though. Yeah, because it sounds like it's just talking about addiction. They basically did the same thing. They basically classified it almost word for word, the same thing they did gambling. Yeah, sounds like... <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing uh, from Polygon. So last year, mental health professionals who spoke to Polygon criticizing the listing of gaming disorder as rushed... Oh, hold on, hold on. Last year, mental health professional... Yeah. Okay, yes. No, I, I, I misread something somewhere. Mental health professionals who spoke to Polygon criticized the listing of, air quotes, gaming disorder as rushed and a junk diagnosis. One argued mm-hmm. that the WHO was pressured by Asian member states to add gaming disorder, noting that China and South Korea in particular have battled gaming addiction at a policy level. WHO denied that political pressure influenced the adoption of the gaming disorder text. Sounds like BS. Yeah, so... Um, the like ESA, the worthless 
people who are trying to to justify that loot boxes are okay and not gambling uh, said last year. They pushed back against the inclusion of gaming disorders, saying that doing so um, recklessly trivializes real mental health issues like depression and social anxiety disorder. That might be one of the smartest things the ESA has said in recent years. But then again, they also went on after that to support loot boxes. Because they are just a lobbying group, and they don't do yeah. anything for anyone, and that's why everyone's leaving the ESA, and why E3 might be a joke in two years. Yeah, you know, I heard that. I, mean, the, the, got, yeah. I heard that they might be considering selling to like Reed Corp. I think it is. They're the people who own PAX, so um, PAX might do E3 okay. from now on. That'd be cool. Speaking be of E3, and our last story of the day. Eurogamer, I wouldn't have pulled this because it sounded ridiculous. One of these games sounded ridiculous. And if it wasn't Eurogamer, I wouldn't have even pulled it. But it's Eurogamer. So I have to at least believe they did a little bit of fact-checking for this. Eurogamer, it looks like a new Darksiders and Destroy All Human games uh, are set for E3. So THQ Nordic will be reviving Destroy All Humans... And we'll already be making another Darksiders game. Darksiders 3, in case you forgot, came out last year, I believe in October. Yeah, and like, Anna, you played all that too. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Do you, are, are you excited for a new Darksiders sure. this soon? I'm all aboard. All right. uh, apparently, there's a couple tweets here. Um... A guy, Afrogear, Twitter user Afrogear, took a screenshot of this image back in February. Uh, It looks like this was... uh, Hold on. So this was during THQ Nordic's ill-fated 8chan AMA. Uh, An image was uploaded by... Lest we forget. An image was uploaded by an employee of the company showing a list of games to be shown at E3 in June. Uh, On the list was Destroy All Humans and Darksiders Genesis. And they have the image down from THQ and Reinhardt, or Reinhard, uh, June 11th through June 13th, 2019, Darksiders Genesis, Destroy All Humans, and it looks like a game called Desperados. The, the collector edition of Darksiders Genesis is just going to be packed with these things. Uh, if only. Uh, Destroy All Humans hasn't been a game since 2008. It's gonna say yep. like it's and Darksiders, as we know, uh, did, did make its development cost back. So Darksiders okay. three is, for all intents and purposes, a success because it nice. broke more than even. They're making a profit on that game. So, like, if you make a profit, way to go. Why not make another one, right? Though yeah. it, it is not unlikely to believe that this could be some kind of spinoff game. Uh, a lot of people seem to think it might be a shooter that revolves around the last of the four horsemen that we haven't played with. Uh, Pestilence? Or Fury? No, we played sure. as Fury. Um, I don't remember. Whoever the fourth one is, he showed up at the end of Darksiders 3. So, like, it could be, like, oh. a third-person shooter type thing, like an action shooter. It's actually going to be a crossover with Gears of War 5. Destroy All Humans was a cool game, and I think with modern... Pardon me. Modern technology, you could probably make a pretty interesting Destroy All Humans games game. What if that game's been in development for like 11 years? Development hell. <laughs> hey, player. you know what? This is the generation where development hell is like development cell. Because Final Fantasy 15 sold well. 
and Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII might actually be coming out. There's a rumor that they're going to release a demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake at E3 for PlayStation Plus it's users. Like download now. Yeah. Like, Alright, download now. No, no I'm play the shit out of it. You can watch it on my stream, twitch.tv slash nightmarecv. Do you, do, you, do you think they were show footage of Final Fantasy VII? Did you watch the trailer like, they had the other the week? No, I, no, I didn't look Yo, at it. Yo, because they did one at the end of State of Play, the one for Medieval. They showed gameplay. Uh, they showed, like, okay, new stuff yeah. for Final Fantasy VII Remake right. at the end. It was amazing. Right. Can't wait. So that game does exist. Can't wait. Apex is supposed this to be showing be... Uh, a, a battle pass, the, the Season 2 battle pass, in the hopes of, like, that people won't hate it. I mean, but the profits of that game are pretty that down right now. Yeah, man, so. I played Apex the other day, and I was like, I played, I died a couple times. And I was like, you know what? Nah. And then the other day, Nat was like, Yo, join me for some PUBG. I was like, Sure, man. I haven't played PUBG in a while. I played two games of PUBG and uninstalled PUBG. <laughs> oh, really? What I literally uninstalled the game. What happened in those you two just, games? You land, you get a gun, some dude just shoots you in the face. I'm like trying to shoot a dude at the top of a hill. You can't hit anything with an SKS without a scope. We push up the hill. Another team comes in and I couldn't see because they were hiding behind a bush. Third party's us and then I'm dead. And then some dude's like yelling at Nat about something with his testicles and Nat's yelling like, ooh, I'm into that. <laughs> you know, Nat just being Nat's Nat. Nat's just being you know. Nat, but I was like... I don't think I like this game anymore. I, I, yo, man, t- time's like a flat circle for BR games. It's, it's just all back to Fortnite these days. Yeah, except I don't like Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I wish I liked people, Fortnite. But, yeah. I just got to start yeah. playing Apex again and get decent at Apex again. And then I can just play Apex again. Yeah, didn't they release that new survival game that everybody was playing what? on Switch? That War Survival, whatever that thing's called? It's kind of a new DayZ that they released. I don't, I don't know what's called, but it's on. I don't know if it's on Steam either. I don't know. Anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Now. Anyway, uh, that's gonna do it for episode yeah. one hundred and one. We are over, boys. We are officially over one hundred episodes, and I'm glad you could both crazy. be here. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. I would say we should do this again, but I don't know that I'll ever be able to get the both of you together at the same time. I had to basically like coax them. Like I I was like, TJ, you want to do the podcast with me? And at first he said, no. And then he said, what are you going to be talking about? I don't know. And I was like, well, it's a video game podcast. So probably that. (laughs) And then he was just like, okay. And then he (laughs) wanted to talk about Computex. So I messaged Will. I'm like, hey, you want to talk about Computex with TJ? And then he said, sure. And I was like, (gasps) it's it's all coming together. It's that simple. All I got to do. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. And this is just the end of the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, if you are following along with the book club, uh, we are, I have to figure out if we're still recording that this weekend, because I don't know when Ross gets back from Harry Potter, La La Land. Um, <laughs> I don't know when he gets back from the, the Hogwarts and he gets, uh, he, he, he's learning he's his Patronus right Zane now, too. man. They're, they're on a couple's date. Tr- trying to cast that Patronus. They, they brought their wives and they're on a couple's oh, date. Oh, this. 
I'm well, sure they're having the a great game time. Is like... I told Ross about the Death Stranding thing, and he hasn't replied to me, so he must be having a great time. Yeah. Or, or he's or he's ignoring or the game's me. called Zero Survival. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. Um. As of right now, we will have the podcast on Sunday for the book club. We are reading Halo: Ghosts of Onyx. It's not too late to finish reading it. It better not be because I'm not done yet. It's very irresponsible. Um, I worked a lot. Don't give me a break. Give me a break. I worked a lot. Um, be sure to check that out. Um, otherwise, I don't think there's much else. Uh, I was working on a. I'm, I am working on a couple things for the site. Uh, I'm kind of playing through a bunch of games. I want to write something about Days Gone, but I want to get a little bit further before I write any like definitive things because I realized last night I made a mistake saying the things I said about Reckoning on the website. Because uh, I said Reckoning was a very well-developed uh, mode, and Reckoning sucks in uh, Destiny 2. And, yeah, what happened yeah, now? Because yeah, that was <laughs> terrible last night. It was just the worst. And I'm very upset. Prism sucks. Um, yeah, so... Expect to see something soon about Days Gone. Uh, once I finish Days Gone, uh, I'm hoping to jump into Metro Exodus, so I'll have something for that. Uh, we're going to have something for Season of Opulence. Uh, there's definitely 100%. Please, guys, if you listen to this podcast and you don't watch my stream, be here Thursday evening. Uh, Twitch.tv slash NightmareCV. I'm going to be playing through Journey on PC. I have to buy that game because it's Journey. I love that game. No mic, no cam, just magic. Not the Harry Potter kind of magic. We're talking real magic. Harry Potter's real magic. Yeah. I got my acceptance letter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your acceptance letter uh, to Harry Owl Potter. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. They're, they're saying, come, come to... Daniel uh, Radcliffe gave me his number. Oh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> He'll say, like, stop by the pet store. Yeah, I get you an owl now, you know? <laughs> That's how it works, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you on the next one. Later. Bye.